it's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do our best to help you understand how complex we are as human beings. We are intellectual, spiritual, physical, and emotional. And keeping all of that in balance is what is so difficult because most of the time we'll find ourselves either in our heads analyzing things or we're working on the physical to get healthy or we're so caught up in the emotional that our lives are just there. And we don't allow the spiritual component to even come in to balance out the rest of us. And so Debbie is going to be a returning guest today, and we're going to be talking about our beliefs and how that creates everything else in our life. Um, and she'll put her spin on it as far as uh, her background. Uh, before we get started with that, um, I want to remind everyone that I have about 360 shows now out on www.synergyconnectionradio.com. And um, you'll go to the show notes and all of the different pages are there and you can scroll through them. I think Debbie has been on the show two other times, if I'm mm -hmm. correct. And so this is her third time on the show. And um, so you'll find her name scattered amongst all the other people. Uh, there is a synopsis of each show and you can decide, you know, as you look at the synopsis, whether this is a particular area of interest for you. Um, also on the website, you're going to see Boomer products. I've been using these products for the last six years now. I know it's what's kept me healthy, uh, especially in the midst of three years of pandemic and uh, still people wanting to um, have you get your uh, booster shots now. And for those that have compromised health, you know, I'm not suggesting that you not get those shots. Uh, for the rest of us that are pretty healthy, I hope you look at some of the information on the Boomer product website, um, because as, as I said, I have used these products for the last six years, and uh, there's uh, podcasts there, there's testimonies. If you decide that you want to try any of their products, when you check out, just use my first name in the discount box, and they're going to give you $5 off of your order. Um, and, you know, today that might make a little difference in terms of if you're getting um, something that you have to pay postage on because it doesn't meet their qualifying ship free um, level. But either way, $5 is $5. And in today's inflated economy, it all helps. <laughs> I just uh, spent $10 on a dozen eggs a couple of days ago. So it is pretty crazy out there with the economy. All right, so welcome back, Debbie, and I want to introduce you as a scribe, which I find very interesting, uh, and messenger for God. Um, you were a traditional clinical therapist for 18 years, and uh, then you had a spiritual awakening, and Jesus transformed you and changed your path to becoming a spiritual teacher, coach, and author. And I know you have a new book um, that we looked at just for a couple of seconds. So you might want to start your um, little discussion by talking about that. And I think it was called Awakening. It's called Intuition, the Voice of God. Oh, okay. Intuition, the Voice of God. All right. So 
tell us about that book and then we'll go into how we create through our beliefs. Well, this is about how we all have intuition, but we don't always understand what it is Mm -hmm. or or how we um, come to know things that are not things that we learned outside of us. What I talk about in this book is that it is all one voice. It is a voice of God that you're hearing, you're sensing, you're feeling and knowing. So everybody's going to um, intuit that their intuition in all different ways. Mm -hmm. But it is all one voice. And it's because we're all being divinely guided throughout our journey. And most of us can't hear it, I guess. No, no. So how does somebody, um, I know that I talk to my own uh, therapy clients about what's called heart coherence, which Mm -hmm. is going within because all of our answers intuitively are in our heart, not in our heads, Mm -hmm. but getting, you know, we spend 95% of our time thinking and only 5% of our time listening and listening to that heart center. So how do you help people learn to go within for their answers? Yeah, um, very much like you do. Uh, I usually do a meditation with them that takes them inside Mm -hmm. and helps them give form to whatever they think their spiritual guidance is. So whether that be a light or a human form or an animal, whatever they connect with, it could be even a relative to help with um, visually and sensing divine presence. Mm -hmm. And that they go inside, they learn to go inside for everything to ask whatever needs to be asked um, guidance, help, healing, whatever it is that a person needs. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is interesting in working with clients because many of them, I do it and I would do it in the office and then they would come back the next time and I'd ask, have you practiced doing that meditation? And a lot of times they have it. Mm -hmm. And so I know that there is, you, you had spoke about when we first, when you first opened your show is that we are, we have so many different facets of our life. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I have a little bit of a cold. And because of that, things get in the way of hearing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is very true that when things, um, especially if we're under any kind of stress, there's that tendency, I think, to focus, you know, really on what we don't want, which is where we tend to go if we're under stress. It's it's like it's a gerbil, you know, in a, or a hamster in their exercise wheel. You just keep ruminating and going over and over and over whatever it is that's going on in your life. So, you know, that that is going to be a little bit of a of, of an issue for a great many people. That's for sure. I know you're struggling right now with uh, being able to talk. So hopefully we'll be able to kind of get through this. (laughs) Sorry about that. 
it's funny because you also, um, <clears throat> I understand that this is all part of the process. <laughs> mm -hmm. Here I am <clears throat> wanting to share God's information. And now I'm having trouble coughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, struggling with that. That would be one of those aspects uh -huh. of getting in the way. Right, right. That the physical, plus, you know, the very idea that um, you have things that you want to share and yet physically are not able to kind of get it out. I, I always find that really interesting because our throat chakra, you know, is involved in that aspect. And sometimes when, um, you know, there's something that we're trying to say to anybody, um, you know, it it can become a blockage, you know, that's right in that particular chakra area. And then we have difficulty communicating. <laughs> yeah, it's all very interesting. So what I found is um, a lot of people are afraid to hear. Mm. They don't know what they're going to hear. Right. And this goes, <clears throat> ties into our discussion about beliefs. Mm hmm because if you believe that um, in shame and guilt or sin or that you're going to be punished for something, mm -hmm. you know, how do you how do you define God? What is your um, conception of God? If he's a punishing person or a loving person. Right. So a lot of times it's fear that doesn't allow us to listen. Mm -hmm. So in, in talking about beliefs, they play a huge role in, it is the power behind our creations. And many of us have beliefs that are negative about ourselves, about others, about the world. And <clears throat> what you believe within consciously, within your conscience, you are projecting outside of yourself. And so what I wanted to talk about today is most of us have an idea of who we are through ego versus God that we have created a faulty self rather than understanding our divine inheritance mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and all that that means. So if I were to say that uh, depending on the kind of parents and upbringing that you had, mm -hmm. that shaped, you know, your ego as to who you think you are, teachers have shaped it, employers have shaped it, friends have shaped it, um, and yet that may not be very accurate as to who we really are. Mm -hmm. Right. There's so much programming that goes on as we experience life. And I think it's really important why we go inside is because we want to really understand the nature of who we really are mm -hmm. versus who we think we are. Exactly. And if you are, um, listening to your intuition or 
a spirit or whatever you call um, your connection with the divine part of your essence, um, you get a very different idea of who you are and what you're doing here. What What is this experience that you're having and how to perceive life and yourself through divine truths versus all the earthly truths that we learned. Mm-hmm. That's true. So it's important to have your beliefs um, more aligned with divine truth than it is um, to what you learned outside outside of yourself. I think probably the difficulty for the majority of people is how do they know divine truth? Well, that's one of the reasons why I think people, just like you do with your clients, is trying to get them heart-centered because the truth is in their heart. I've always said God speaks to you through your heart. You just know you know things that you don't know how you know them. Exactly. But, but you are taught things that you're not taught on the outside. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> what's really important for me is trying to teach people to have an experience of divine presence, whatever you call that. I call it God. And in having a relationship with that divine presence, your it starts shifting your beliefs because it's loving um it is nurturing you it's transforming you as you go about your life basically it's also a deconstruction of the faulty self is what happens so you go back to eventually i guess it would be your original original form of what your nature is before you believed anything else about yourself. I remember one of my uh, very early guests, uh, she communicates with angels and she has written several books, you know, on that communication that they've given her. But, you know, they basically were saying to her that our job here on earth is just to enjoy ourselves, to have fun, to learn, to grow, to share, to love one another, you know, but it's not anything more complicated than that. And we begin to make it super complicated um, by the time kids enter school, because then there's the competition for grades and for athletic uh, prowess and for accomplishments in general, you know, how many awards do you get and um, how many medals if you're involved in uh, maybe track meets or soccer or football games or trophies or something. And so we get caught up in that competitive life and judging ourselves by other people's standards, let's say, Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, just like she said, the angels say, have fun, just (laughs) go out there and enjoy life and let the rest of it come to you. But that's hard to do. It's very hard to do. And I completely believe that because that's the same message that I get within is every day I'm told, just be happy. That's all, that's all you need to do is be happy and really be happy 
God says that you are so permeated in love that you need to live from that love, knowing that and, and all that that brings, your eternal life, um, your security, your protection, uh, you know, on a divine level, you, you don't get hurt. You have a, an internal experience and that you're abundant and unlimited. Your consciousness, you are creation your itself. You are the creator you are and it's creation. And so unless you are learning this from within yourself, it is really hard to stay in that knowingness that all you have to do is be happy and enjoy the experience. Mm -hmm. You know, um, as I, as I was awakened, I needed so much validation from God and Jesus and the angels. I needed constant, 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 constant validation because I I wasn't believing what what I was hearing. Mm -hmm. I wanted to believe more of what my faulty self was than what God was telling me. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of like you get brainwashed. And it's easier to believe all of the faulty negative stuff than it is to believe the joy of what you are. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, and unfortunately, our schools and churches do a pretty poor job of helping us understand how wonderful we are as people. Um, I don't know whether you ever saw the movie or read the book, The Shack. Oh, I love it. Okay. Because I, I think that was the most beautiful message in that, you know, movie and book is that, you know, he went to the shack, you know, to confront the killer basically only to discover that, you know, his daughter who had been murdered was having this beautiful, joyous existence on the other side of the veil and not with him anymore, but nevertheless, it was a wonderful place for her to be. And, um, you know, I, th I think that that's kind of symbolic of our life is that, you know, if we stay focused on all of the negative that's around us on a regular basis and don't live a life of gratitude, that what happens is we get sucked into, you know, the horribleness that life can be rather than the beauty, you know, that it also can be. Totally agree. Totally agree. And it's so easy to get distracted. And like I said, it's really easy, um, you know, when you have so much media today, mm -hmm. um, constant, and if you're constantly tuning into that media versus tuning into your own self, it can scare the life out of a person. Oh. You know, you're, you're worried about everything. And that is so counterproductive of what God is, is saying is, is that, you know, you don't know who you are. This is, none of this is true. It's an illusion. It's an experience that you're having, but you forgot who you are. And now you're, you're believing in all of the things that the world is showing you that is, that feels really bad. Mm-hmm. 
And it doesn't take very long if you're watching the news, <laughs> you know, no. to actually look at all of the, you know, sad things that are that are out there that are highly, highly stressful. You can't get away from it unless you just turn it off, mm -hmm. you know. And does that mean like you're uh, putting your head in the sand and not wanting to look around at life as it is? Or do you want to create the life you want? Mm -hmm. And and that's, I think, where you and I are, is that we can alter. We can't alter the whole world, but you can alter enough energetically around where you are that that impacts other people. You can smile at somebody as you're leaving the grocery store and make their day a brighter day. You know, you can feed, um, you know, like a homeless person or you can um, maybe uh, adopt a stray you know, and give them a better life. But there's so many little ways that we can make one another's lives brighter and happier. Mm -hmm. And we can't do that in front of a television set that is showing us all of the horrors of war in Russia, the Ukraine, immigration issues, uh, people that are being dishonest, you know, and I won't name names, but, you know, we see it every day if you turn the news on. So I will tend to watch you know, like the 6.30 news um, for a half an hour. And that's it. I, I walk away from everything else because it's not a positive impact on your life. Right. Yeah, what are you feeding your soul? Yes, exactly, right. exactly. I We're take just a real quick break here. Sure. A word from our sponsor and we'll be right back. Are you feeling stressed and anxious about life? Have elevated blood pressure? Experiencing weight gain? Having problems with your immune system? Getting healthy and staying healthy is more important than ever, and it has never been easier when you have fundamental nutrition from Boomer Products. Restore the youth and vitality you are used to in just minutes a day. Check out our website at www.boomerboost.com to see thousands of reviews from customers just like you who are benefiting from Boomer Products. While you're there, check out our podcasts, blogs, and videos, and get caught up on the latest health news and information. Use promo code LUCY at checkout. That's L-U-C-Y to save $5 on your order. Stop existing and start living today with Boomer Products. All right. Welcome back to the Synergy Connection show where I have as my guest, uh, Debbie Goldberg. And Debbie has been on two other shows. So this is number three. And we are talking about how we create um, the life that we live, um, depending upon our beliefs. And, and our beliefs need to, in many cases, be laundered. <laughs> <laughs> you know, change them up a little bit because uh, they're not getting you where you want to go in life. Mm -hmm. No, I like that. You know, clean them up. <laughs> the, the, you know, I think that uh, one of the things that we don't recognize um, in this experience is that part of a good part of what we are here to do is to go within and experience ourselves um, and look at the beliefs that we have in our mind mm -hmm. and and what the outside world does for that is it gives you glimpses of what goes on in your consciousness mm -hmm. so everything everything so you know talking about what you see on the news and you hear something and you become outraged that's a belief to go in yourself and say it's um, 
where did this thought come from? Where did this belief come from? And it, it could be for anything. Um, we're all going to have opinions or preferences. But we have beliefs like in scarcity and abandonment and rejection. And, and you can look at, at those things outside of yourself all the time. Those are reflections of what we have going on in our own mind. Um, <clears throat> and you really have to search. You, you have to want to see. Because we have all these different aspects of ourselves that believe all different things. Uh-huh. And and until and I think this is this is a huge a huge undertaking is learning to love all parts of ourselves so that you can you know we all are already whole as our divine nature we are a whole essence of love but in this character, in this experience, we fragment ourselves off into different aspects. And, <clears throat> and a lot of times we don't like those aspects of ourselves. And so we usher them away, we you know, suppress them. And in for I think true unity to happen, it has to happen within yourself. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And, and that means that you integrate all these different aspects of yourself and know that they're okay no matter what they believe. Because everything is a projection of you outside of you, of your consciousness. And the unity that you see, or no unity that you see outside of yourself, all the separation is because there's still separation within us. I'm wondering, I mean, you know, the journey of the Buddha, for instance, you know, is is that to unify and to somehow uh, become whole, uh, however that journey, you know, is. But in our life today, I, I think it might have been easier to do this even a hundred years ago, because we weren't as complicated. Our lives weren't as complicated and we weren't rushing around from A to B to C to D. I mean, we kind of had, you know, the home that we took care of. We had a job of some sort. Uh, maybe it was farming. Maybe it was, you know, the beginning of the automobile industry or something like that. But today it is such a high pace that people are on and getting to the point where they can stop long enough to actually hear what's in their heart. You know, mm -hmm. that's part of the dilemma is I have people that say, I don't have time. And it's true. You know, it's like, you have to make time. And where do you find that extra time? And maybe it's giving up some of the things that aren't that important, you know, mm -hmm. and focusing on the ones that are more important for your own well-being right right you know I used to say that too before I woke up like I didn't have time to do anything and and then I realized when I when I did awaken I was still um fighting giving myself the time that I needed to spend more time in that space 
And so at first I started with five minutes, mm -hmm. five minutes. And even in those five minutes, I would hear things that were very important that I needed to start to integrate and know. And then it went to 10 minutes and then eventually a half hour, an hour, and until I, fe I felt that this was a, a good time, a good amount of time. Maybe now I meditate a half hour, but I know that all day long I'm being spoken to. Mm, and I'm listening. And I'm listening. And yeah. so it's, it is sort of what you do in your meditation time, even though you're interacting with life, you're taking a moment to step back and say, um, what, you know, help me see this differently, help me understand what's going on, uh, whatever, whatever the case might be, right. should, I, should I go this way or that way? Um, so that becomes a practice of, of the way that you live. And, and there's always something in trying to interfere with mm -hmm. that as well. Mm -hmm. And and so you become, um, you get better at mastering your internal mind and and being much better at um, stopping and listening. Right. But it's a practice. Like anything else that we do, it's a skill that you develop that because it's always there. It never leaves you. Right. Love, love lives inside of you. It is what you are. So, and it's always trying to guide you. Right. I remember um, years ago, and when I was in graduate school, actually, um, I came across um, a Dr. Herbert Benson. Have you ever heard of him? Um, he was a cardiologist and um, so many of his patients, you know, had type A personalities. And so they absolutely could not slow down. They just were running here and there and everywhere. And he knew that if they didn't learn how to go within, that they would have a much shorter life um, because he could bring them back to health, but they would only destroy the health that he was bringing them back to if they didn't change their behavior. So he wrote a couple books, but um, one of them was called Beyond the Relaxation Response. And um, what he found is that if people, cause he would tell them, you know, try to just meditate. He'd use the word meditate. And people were like, I can't do that uh, because they had monkey minds, you know, so they were always thinking, thinking, thinking. And what he had them do is they would, he would find a common thread that they could grab onto. So if they were Catholic, it might be Hail Mary full of grace. It'd be just that short little part. Or if they were Protestant, you know, or Christian, maybe it was the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, or our father who aren't in heaven, but he, it would be a very short little mantra that they could use. And that would, they would breathe in to those words and they would breathe out to those words. And that slowed their mind because it, had, it was a place they could focus. Mm -hmm. If they did not have that, then their minds were racing to hither and yon, whatever thoughts they had. And um, so I thought he really did grasp the fact that even, you know, that many years ago, that as a cardiologist, he could only do so much. The rest of it was up to them and learning to go within. That's amazing. That's a great story. 
And it's so true. Um, but, you know, we don't get taught this growing up. We don't, you know, we don't learn this at home. They don't teach it in school. Okay. Um, so you're not indoctrinated into um, into knowing, actually, how to connect with yourself, how to have a relationship with yourself. Right. And and I and I can uh, agree because with what you're saying, I was um, an adrenaline junkie. I mean, I'm type A personality. I was not stopping for anything and had monkey mind. And it doesn't mean that I still don't have a lot of thoughts when I'm meditating. You know, I mean, I think to expect total quietness is unrealistic. Right. And because I am always having thoughts going in my mind but I'm able to hear beyond the thoughts. Yes, yeah, and yeah. I think that is the key. Mm -hmm. well, our show is coming to a close. I want you to tell people how to find you if they would like to have you as their coach or maybe take a class from you. So let them know how they can uh, get hold of you. Sure, uh, you can find me at my website, debbieandgoldberg.com, and you can message me through there. I'm also on Facebook as Debbie Goldberg, Deb Goldberg. Uh, so you can find me there as well. Okay. And, and the book that you uh, were talking about earlier, it's available on Amazon? It is available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. And there's an audio book on um, Audibles. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So you've got them covered all three ways. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, I loved having you as my guest. I hope that everybody that was listening today, you know, begins to appreciate the fact that we need to go within to find our answers and that our beliefs definitely do create our reality. That's something that you and I both know. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. Everybody, please go out there and make this your very best life and join us again next time. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one -on -one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.